Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Paul Etchison. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for all the new recent signups on Dental Business Mentor. We went down to $179 a month, no yearly contract, month to month. If you're interested in the videos, want to know what we do at our practices, me and my partner, Dr. Justin Buller, check out that site, man. I think it's really good. And we've got some great feedback since we've launched it a little bit over a year ago. And we lowered the price. We went to monthly pricing instead of an annual pricing. So if that's something you've been thinking about, you got some time, maybe you're not going out into the world again because the virus is kind of heating up. Maybe you just want to spend some time working on your practice or you want to have a better, just more time off because you got a more profitable practice. Go check that out. All right. I got a really cool thing to talk to you about today because I want to talk about what's going on in my practice right now and something that we did last week. Now, I'm sure you guys all have the same issues at your practice. Someone will tell you something and, well, maybe they're not telling you. You know, you've heard me talk about this before. I think it's so important that we have one-on-one meetings with our team and we ask them, what's going on? You know, what frustrates you? What do you think is going well? What do you need more help with? And one of the things that comes up in these what frustrates you question is often people will say, well, you know, it kind of bothers me when the people in the front do this. Or, you know, it kind of bothers me when the people in the back or the hygienists do this or the assistants do this or the doctors do this or someone else do this. And then my follow-up question is, have you ever expressed this to them? And I'll tell you 99 out of 100 times, no. Never, never, never. Never do they ever speak up or ever tell people how they feel. And for me, that's just such a, it's just not me. How do we expect to work together as a team, as people, If no one's telling us how to work better with us, like if you're not telling people how to work better with you or the things that are bothering you, how do you grow? How do you work as a team? So you as the leader need to be facilitating this discussion. So how did I do this? And I just came up with this one day. We have something that we call Chompy. So Chompy is an alligator. He's an alligator toy that my daughter got for Christmas. And you might remember the crocodile dentist game. It's that like It's a little plastic alligator, and he's got like maybe 16 or 17, maybe 20 teeth. I don't know how many teeth he's got. And you press down a tooth, and one of the teeth that you press down at random, you will get bit. Now, we use Chompy often at our big team meetings because we, when we were a smaller team, we would go around and each person would pick one other person and say something that they appreciate that they did for that person in the past month. So it would be like, Jacqueline, I appreciate you so much because you took care of that thing for me or just the way you took care of that patient, something like that. So as we got to a bigger team going 35 now, 35 people, we can't go around the room and do that because it just takes too long. So we stopped doing it, but I really missed doing it. So what I did is I brought Champion, the little alligator, and everybody pushes down a tooth and everyone on my team says they hate this thing because they don't want to talk in front of the group. But it's kind of funny, like people laugh about it. And then if you get bit by the alligator, you got to say something. So what I did at this meeting is I broke my team into two different groups. So I went around and I had all the assistants number, one, two, one, two. And then all the hygienists, one, two, one, two. And then all the front people and the admin people, one, two, one, two. And we broke into two different groups because it's very hard to have a public discussion with as many people on my team. So we broke into two groups of roughly maybe 15, 16 people. I don't know how many people might have had to miss the meeting. Recently, if your office is anything like mine, people are quarantining. There seems to be a lot going on in that regard. But I don't remember how many people. That's not the point. So what we did is we went around and I I busted out the alligator. 
And I told people, I said, hey, we're going to have a discussion about what things are bothering people because I want us all to work together better. I want us all to have, be a more cohesive team. And if we don't address the things that are bothering people, that it's going to lead to larger problems. And I think they all know that I just went through a round of one-on-one. So I said, you know, from talking to people on team and hearing what frustrates people, I really think they're all resolvable issues. And I think the only issue that is really at the heart of it is that we're not communicating what's going on. So I went over what I call a culture of coachability. This is something, this is a mantra at my office, if you heard me talk about it before, is that we can all coach each other. We are never the best. We are always getting better and we will never, ever be perfect. So We are always welcome to coach each other. And when we get coached, we're not allowed to get defensive. That is so important. The other thing I always say is grace over guilt. We're always going to offer each other grace. We're not going to make people feel guilty for their wrongs. We're not pointing fingers. We're not blaming. We're just telling people how other things make us feel so that we can come up with solutions that everyone can live with. So I want to preface it with that because doing this exercise you're going to have people get a tendency to get defensive. And I wanted to explain that to them. We're going to say some things and I don't want people getting defensive. That is not the point of this exercise. You are not to defend yourself. We are supposed to, we are to listen to what the other person says, acknowledge it. I'm going to thank them for sharing it because I think this is going to be risky and I think this is going to be uncomfortable, but it's so important that we do this. So we went around and the first person I believe... I think the first person that pushed one down was Julie on my front desk team. And I said, okay, she goes, what do I do now? I go, okay, you fill in the blank here. And this is how I prompted her. I said, I'm not saying it, but maybe people on my team in the front might be saying that maybe when the people in the back do this, it upsets or frustrates us. So it was kind of like funny, comical, but it wasn't like, It kind of gave her past, like, maybe it doesn't bother me, but it might bother someone else on my team. And she said, I think when people in the back come up and they expect us to drop everything we're doing at the moment they walk up to the front desk, and we just want to complete whatever task we were just in the middle of. Whoa, okay, all right, okay. So then now I've got some hygienists in this group. i got some assistants in this group. And they go, oh, okay, yeah, you know, someone left, like, you know, I'm probably guilty of that. I do that. I'm sorry. And she's like, you know, it's really hard to stop something and then remember to come back and get right where you are. So I just want to kind of do that, you know? So then I said, does anyone in the back want to add something to that? And then one of my hygienists said, you know what? I am going to say that it does bother me when I walk up there and you guys don't do that. But I didn't ever think about the fact that you're just trying to finish what you're doing. To which someone in my front replied, well, maybe when we you walk up there, if we would like maybe put a finger up and just acknowledge that we see you, but then you would know that you're we're finishing up what we're doing. I said, do you think that would work? And the people in the back go, yeah, that would totally work. Wow, great. Without that conversation, everybody in the front is sitting there doing their work. Somebody walks up, they see them in the peripheral vision, and they're starting to get pissed off because they're consenting that they're getting pissed off. Now the people in the back are walking up there, they're seeing nobody acknowledge them. They're getting pissed off. Why are the people in the front doing this? Why are they doing that? No, 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 no. Okay. So, issue solved. Now, I want to say one of my assistants said, so we went around with the, the alligator again. They said they get upset when they walk up to the front and nobody acknowledges them but they feel bad interrupting because they can tell they don't want to interrupt a personal conversation. So they're saying, 
They go up to the front, they really need help, but they feel bad interrupting a personal conversation. So the people in the back might get upset going, you know what, they're just up there gabbing all day. I walk up there, nobody acknowledges me. To which the front replied and said, oh my gosh, you know what, we probably just, we don't notice. You know, we're engaged in the conversation. And I added in there and said, you know what, we do this in the back too. I mean, I have to... My assistants have to come kicking me, go get me. Like, hey, go get this person's number. Go go do this root canal. Like, what are you doing? Quit BSing with everybody. We're all guilty of that. So we said, okay, what can we do about this? And we said, the front said, well, just, just interrupt us if you need us. We understand that patient's here. Oh, okay, problem solved. So I can't tell you how many people texted me over the weekend and said, wow, that was such a good exercise to do. Like, I feel so good. And it's been like this all week. It's been better. You just feel it. Like you heard me talk about over the summertime, I really kind of chilled out on the practice. I didn't spend much time there. This past maybe five, six weeks, I've been really engaged, meeting with my front end team, meeting with my hygienists, having setting up meetings, meeting with my leads, sitting there doing all the one-on-ones, engaging in what is the issues at the practice and solving them. And I can't tell you the difference in the feel, the vibe, the culture today versus what it was two months ago. Not that it was horrible two months ago, but it feels a whole lot different now. So if you're not doing these sorts of things at your practice, I I tell you that you are selling your team short, you are selling your patients short, and I just urge you to give these things a try and see the engagement that you get out of your team And you'll just, you'll see it. You'll see it in five-star reviews. You'll see it in case acceptance. You'll see it in just the energy and how much you enjoy being at work. So try that out. If you want to get that uh, alligator, I think you can go on Amazon and just type in like alligator teeth game, crocodile dentist, something like that. I'm sure you can find it. I don't know what to search for, but just go fart around on Amazon. If you can't figure it out, send me an email. All right, everybody have a great week and we will talk to you next time. Take care.